Everyday Dadding, it's lovely that you are listening along today and uh, this is just a 20-minute podcast um, from a couple of dads who are just trying to work out what it means um, to bring up their kids to know and love the Lord Jesus in the way um, that we do as dads. So um, my name's Robin um, and uh, it's lovely to have you listening and this is my partner in crime. Uh, I'm Ben and I'm over here and it's great to be here again. Um, Yeah, episode 10, like double figures. Wow. And if you've listened to all 10, then I'm in awe of you. Um, it's lovely to have you back again. And we'll be, and we'll be praying for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, ben, have you got a joke for us today? We love to start with a, a good dad joke to resource you in that area. Well, yeah, true. Although uh, good dad jokes or just dad jokes? Good I mean, jokes. yeah, just dad jokes, really. But um, yeah, I, I bought a, a, a huge kind of like wholesale box of Tipex the other day off Amazon. Yeah, big mistake. Hey, Very younger ones won't know what Tipex is, but you can uh, Google that. Yeah, they don't know what pens are. We don't need to use pens anymore. We just type things out. Um, so we're talking about um, discipline uh, this uh, today on this podcast. And I think we approach this kind of subject with some trepidation, really, in terms of, you know, half the time I feel like I don't know what I'm doing with, with discipline and uh, disciplining our kids. Uh, what about you, Ben? Well, I think if you feel like you know what you're doing half the time, you know, then you, you, that makes you very qualified. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, th- I think, uh, I, like, I definitely know when I get it wrong. <laughs> That's very, um, but yeah, it is, it, it is, it is difficult, isn't it? And I think, um, yeah, let's be honest, there's a reason that this one's come as episode 10. It's because we're, you know, we've been putting it off a bit. Um, so, so this really is just a, as we said before, it's a conversation to start, you know, just to start people thinking, just to kind of get it out there. This is not going to give you any answers, I'm afraid. Stop, stop listening now if you're wanting answers. We're just going to provide more questions. Yes, exactly. Well, should we start with the Bible? That, that has the answers. That's good. Yeah, here we go. Let's start. That. I, um, let me just, I'm going to read a passage from Hebrews 12, um, which I think is, is helpful as we think about this, this issue of discipline. Um, uh, I'm going to read from Hebrews 12, uh, from verse 6. Um, here we go. Because the Lord disciplines the one he loves, and he chastens everyone he accepts as his son, endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as his children. For what children are not disciplined by their father? If you are not disciplined, and everyone undergoes discipline, then you are not legitimate, not true sons and daughters at all. Uh, Moreover, we have all had human fathers who disciplined us, and we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the Father of spirits and live? They disciplined us for a little while, as they thought best. But God disciplines us for our good, in order that we may share in his holiness. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Mm. Well, we you know, maybe unpack a bit a bit of that as we go through, but I think it's worth saying right from the back. The, the writer of Hebrews in chapter 12 here assumes that disciplining is something that fathers do with their children. 
Yeah, so it is out there, isn't it? This is something that everybody has, everybody who's grown up, he says in verse nine, respects their fathers for disciplining them. Um, it's something that the Lord does. It's just kind of assumed that this is what happens in a family. But that's mega countercultural today, isn't it? Yeah. That, that actually, that, <clears throat> that the parent and, and the father's responsibility particularly is to kind of, really shape and mold their children i mean and that sounds a bit like indoctrination i mean we've got to be and and our culture is very against that isn't it yeah um but it, i think it's worth saying it, you know it does make sense that one generation helps the next to grow up you know that 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 kind of makes sense in society um and just because our culture right now in this moment sees it as something that maybe isn't to, um, it maybe isn't a good thing if we take a step back and look at history through time um, and different cultures that actually there, there is an expectation that parents bring their kids up um, and that dads have a role to play in disciplining and shaping and molding their kids um, and, it, and, and that kind of teaching your kids how to live in society isn't something isn't a responsibility that you abdicate you know it, it doesn't go anywhere else that the responsibility lies with um, with parents and dads um, but it's <clears throat> so it happens discipline should happen I guess you know, we've got to think about what it what it looks like then and, and, and what is our motivation behind it I, I wonder if yeah I wonder if that idea that Hebrews talks about of fatherly discipline is really critical in this so and this is why you know, it's not it's not primarily the responsibility of, of the schools or um, of society to discipline our children. Why? Because they don't have that relationship with them. Um, and, and the Bible's quite interesting. I think Galatians talks about it a bit, that we are no longer slaves, we're sons. Uh, and the difference between a slave and a son is is enormous. So um, there's a sense in which a, um, as, a, as an employee, um, as a slave in that sense, we can never really please our employer. You know, there's a, if we've done something wrong, then that's then that's the issue. Whereas it's almost flipped with a with a with a parent with a father, um, in that whatever they try to do uh, pleases a father. Um, so you know, so so when your kids bring you something that they tried to do, um, uh, even, no matter how failing, as a dad, you go brilliant, well done. Because yeah. that's the kind of relationship we've, we've got with them, a kind of fatherly um, longing for them to, to, to grow and, and please us and, uh, and live that out. So, so it's that kind of relationship that, should, that, that, that God the Father is talking about with his people, and therefore we should be reflecting with our children. That, so so for, for fathers in particular, to discipline is a, is a godly and loving thing. Um, and, and in a context of a loving, secure relationship with our children, um, that works and that's good. And in fact, that's the best place for it to work. So the contrast, I guess, then would be you know, the employer would discipline from a place of anger. Yeah. From a place of being let down, from a place of being disgusted. A place of works rather than a place of grace. Now, I don't know about you, I have definitely disciplined my kids from a place of anger. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
that's quite hard to hear, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I felt this the last the last few days. Um, I'm not sure I'd say a place of a discipline from a place of anger, but a, certainly discipline from a place of grumpiness. Yes. Is that not just Scots? <laughs> Oi. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that that sense in which kind of. Uh, we dis- might discipline because actually they're just making my life a bit more awkward. That's you- pretty much all they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, t- I take that back for when they listen in 20 years' time. <laughs> yeah, so, so discipline is not, stop making so much noise, shut up, because I want to be able to hear my TV programme. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that that's not clever. Or, or even, um, you know, they're playing in a garden, they smash a ball in it, breaks a window and so you go oh you what have you done that was really to go to your room mm. yeah actually that that's not discipline in the way that the perfect loving heavenly father would do it no and the other thing that that hebrews brings up is that is that discipline has an end goal yeah um you know it's not discipline for discipline's sake mm. it's discipline so that you become more like the father more like more like his son more more like jesus is that what a harvest of righteousness and peace is all about i think it must be yeah yeah i think so um but there's other stuff in in hebrews in there about um uh the, the the discipline is painful yeah which again this is this is one of those one of those bits where um yeah the bits of the bible that are hard to take are the bits that are really clear and plain aren't they <laughs> where, <laughs> Hebrews 12, 11. Yeah, how, how about this? You know, on a, on a on a on a nicely crafted poster in the kitchen with some flowers around it. Um, <laughs> no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Ah, yeah, that, yeah. Like I, I don't think I could wriggle out of that, even if I learned Greek. I, don't, I think that's. I wish he'd written it in a different way. <laughs> yeah, I w- yeah. I wish he'd said, yeah, discipline is always, you know, lots of fun and. The, the equivalent of having an ice cream or wandering around the lake and enjoying the view. But um, yeah, discipline is going to be painful. Um, but but I think it's worth, I don't think it's the same as punishment. Go on. In that it, I, I think punishment is often arbitrary. Yeah. It's often not linked, isn't it? So I think, you know, um, UK, you know, you, <clears throat> you, know, you broke that window, you broke the window of the house, you're grounded for a week. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's just punishing. That's kind of saying, um, you've messed up, and so I'm going to make your life hurt for, to pay for that. Mm. It's kind of retributive. Is that the right word? Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of paying for the crime kind of thing, which and I don't think that's what we're talking about here. I think, um, you know, we, we, we don't, we're not looking to punish our children. Um, and I wonder if the discipline, therefore, needs to be kind of proportionate. Yes. Um, uh, and and it and it may well hurt. So I don't know. They they, they break they break the window, and so some of their pocket money goes towards paying to replace it. Yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. not all. That might be harsh if your six year old's got thirty seven p. But I wonder if there's actually in our discipline, do we need to be? teaching them the the consequences of their actions you know that their actions have consequences that there is that you, you can't just kind of let things go but we're not going to punish you we're just going to teach you about how you live and and, and what this might cost what what, what differences might make um 
Yeah, which which I think and I hope would then be seeking to change the heart and not just the behaviour. That's important, isn't it? I think. Um, I think yeah, go on. Yeah, I, we're not trying to grow robots. Hmm. You know, we're not trying to kind of, we're not talking about the kind of discipline like the Roman legions that Caesar commanded, where it was kind of, you know, we, we're just going to kind of smash you into a mold and a shape so that you will just do this unquestioningly we're not that, that's not what we're looking for we're looking for heart change yeah um yeah. but yeah I, I, and within that there has to be a place for grace yes um so perhaps actually you know if your kid does break the window and it's going to be 300 quid to replace it maybe you get them to make a contribution <laughs> rather than, you know, bankrupting them, furthering them alone at high interest rates so that they're paying off, to, <laughs> paying off the debt till they're 25 or something. You know, yeah. there, there is a way, there is a place for grace, isn't there, where you recognise that things are accidents and, um, and things like that. Absolutely. And I think, and I think that touches on something quite key in terms of what are we aiming for? So we're not aiming for Pharisees who are able to keep all our kind of, nice um polite rules um, particularly so um yes it may be that you know table manners are an important part of maturing into an adult but actually there are, there's a bigger goal going on than making sure that your 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 children wouldn't make an embarrassment if they ended up having lunch with the queen actually the bigger goal is that their hearts are um, generous and kind and um, loving and gentle and pure and and that's where dis, that's what discipline is aiming to do mm. um, to help them to hate sin yeah. ultimately and to love the good yeah not just to behave and keep the cultural rules that we've set mm. and so we are I, I think we're always wanting to try and help them to understand their motivations Mm. So why why did you hit your sister around the head when she took your your latest beano or whatever it was? Yeah. Okay, um, it's because of you know the selfish desires that are going on within. Let's kind of just think about that for a little bit without ending up going into a lecture with them. That's quite yeah. you know every time every time they do something wrong, uh oh, we've got a lecture on my heart motives from dad. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but and yet at the same time, just beginning to push back a little bit on on where some of this behaviours come from, and 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 encourage and and then pray with them about uh, about that. And and actually, those kind of conversations, I think, um, and this maybe you know, if 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 we can be in a position where we can give out top tips, actually, that kind of thing is really helpful if you separate that from the moment of chastisement. Mm. Can I tell a story on that? Um, yeah, always. Yeah, story time. So the, John, Patton, John Patton was a missionary to the South Sea Islands, the the, the South Hebrides, I think it was called then. Um, and uh, he was an incredible guy. But his um, he used to tell the story of his dad. Um, he had a number of brothers, and they were quite unruly. And he remembers regularly coming home. Um, so he, re he remembers getting into trouble from his mum, and then coming home, and his mum would tell his dad what he and his brothers had been up to. And his dad then went into his study and shut the door. And at that point, John Patton said, we knew we were, in, we were in trouble because our dad was praying. He was praying to know what to do yeah. with these boys. And I think, I mean, that's an incredible thing, isn't it? How many yeah, times yeah. 
do I, when my kids are misbehaving, do I kind of just unleash my tongue rather yeah. than saying, right, stop. Daddy's going to pray about this now um, and then dealing with it in a godly fashion. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, wow. That, I mean, that is, that's a, something to aspire to, isn't it? That's incredible. Isn't it just? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to. Re, I wouldn't want to record those prayers for public consumption. Well, quite. But um, wow. But but I think that's a really helpful thing, actually. If you can kind of separate the, you know, there might be a, you know, an in the moment, you know, wading in because you need to stop one battering the other. Yes. You know, separate. Go sit. You sit there. You sit there. But then, kind of be able to kind of take take some of the the emotion out um, and just calm everything down that then gives you the opportunity to kind of do the, uh, the heart stuff perhaps. Um, it's important as well. I think to, to try and be consistent. Mm. Um, I mean, kids spot injustice like quicker than, you know, a pound coin on the pavement. I mean, it's, it's um, remarkable. Are you saying we shouldn't have a favorite child? Um, no. <laughs> Do I mean no? No, no. We shouldn't. Have <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't have a favourite child. No. Okay. Well, I'll work on that. But yeah. um, <laughs> but but also just in terms of kind of how we how we discipline it needs you know it needs to be um, I mean not necessarily the same for each kid because our kids are all be different but there needs to be a kind of um, our kids need to see that that we are treating them all with the, with the same from the same place of love from the same place of care and and um wanting to see them flourish and yeah. learn to be responsible and learn to love one another and all those kind of things i think i mean this will be a, a, possibly a conversation for another day but um there, there's a balance there, well, there's a tension isn't there between consistency and individuality that is our, our kids are different and they they struggle with different things you know, so one might struggle with anger more than, and the other one might, it might, you know, struggle with selfishness, and um, uh, and and yet being consistent with them, but applying it in a way that is individual to their needs, yeah. um, is is possibly a conversation for another day. Well, yeah, it's almost like yeah, like being, it's, it's, it's you're almost kind of man managing like a football coach, you know, that kind of getting the if you what you want all of your kids to flourish in the way that they will flourish the best, which is going to mean, yeah. so there isn't, so we can't, you can't even discipline your, even your own kids. You can't discipline in the same way. Yeah. Because <laughs> this isn't hard enough. No. And I think that's loving and fatherly, isn't it? You know, God, our father disciplines us in different ways, you know, different struggles and uh, come our, come our way and different challenges come our way in, in order for him to, you know, to grow us and, and to grow our hearts. And therefore, you know, the same is true of our children. Um, and, and then to try and, you know, when the dust settles a little bit, to, to be praying it through with them as well. Yeah. Yeah, as, as we said in the last episode, actually, mm -hmm. the more we can point our kids to their perfect Heavenly Father and, and admit that, um, you know, give them a space to admit that what they've done is wrong, admit that actually you know, we don't have all the answers, we don't know what's best for them all the time, we're trying our best. Yeah, I mean, that's what that's kind of what it says in Hebrews, isn't it, to bring it back to the Bible. Yeah. You know, all of our fathers, you know, it basically says, you know, they disciplined us for a little while as they thought best. You know, even the Bible acknowledges that human parents, human dads, you know, we can only do what we can do. Yeah. 
but isn't it great that we have a heavenly father who does know what's best for us and and it's he he will produce the harvest um of righteousness and peace but yeah yeah well i hope that's been uh helpful if you've been listening along um we promised you that we wouldn't give you any answers <laughs> and and i think we've delivered fairly i think we have but um but do get in touch uh, with your questions you can email us everydaydadding at gmail.com uh, or check out the website for more resources everydaydadding.com uh, thank you for listening along uh, we will be back soon uh, but for now goodbye bye bye